Welcome back. We are going to be calling this season two. I hope you had a wonderful summer. I know I did. We definitely had to take a rain check from a lot of the podcasts, a lot of the usual YouTube stuff, because I was working on rejigging the No Nonsense Leadership Academy, which is my membership, exclusive membership that uh, I've just recently reopened and I am thrilled to get to know everybody that's in the membership. If you didn't get a chance to sign up, you can join the waitlist at any time and we will be in contact when it, when the doors reopen. But we are back. We are going to start pump, pumping out new podcasts every week. And today I want to start, let's talk about toxic coworkers because we've all had them. And I want you to know how to pull them out. How to pinpoint who it is and what the environment around them will become. So that's what we're getting into. Welcome to the No Nonsense Podcast. On this show, I help new managers become more confident leaders, and I do this with no-nonsense sense, if that makes any sense. And assuming it does, get your coffee, because the show is starting. So you hear, you have to hear. If you work, you have to know that sometimes there are what are called toxic work environments. Now, the thing is, is that when you start a management job or when you start any job, you may hear your peers saying how toxic the environment is. And no, this didn't happen on your interview. This didn't happen as you were being toured around for, before you accepted the job. But now it's like, is this toxic? So the first thing that I want to make sure that you are making the judgment of whether it's toxic or not. Because people will plant seeds in your ear and they will, they will water it, they will take care of it and make sure that you see the world the way they see the world. And it might just be that this person, maybe people don't like them, so they want to blame everybody else for a toxic environment, but they're just not able to perform. They're just... They might actually be the problem. So I want you, before we start labeling our workplace or other workplaces as toxic, I want you to be the judge. Is it for you a toxic environment? Or do you see how it is per or could be perceived as a toxic environment? That's the big one. So let's say we're now in the driver's seat. We want to know. Is this toxic? So the first thing you're going to look at is the people that you're interacting with. Are they self-serving? What that means is, because here, realistically, I'm doing this podcast to help you, the listener. But I'm also doing it because it's self-serving in the sense that it gets my name out there. It helps me uh, share my ideas. It helps me, I, I get to talk it out. And then, so I'm benefiting, but I'm not doing it at the expense of you, the listener. 
The hope is that you find great value and now it's an even split. I'm getting something out of it. I'm getting to share ideas. I'm getting to build a podcast, but you with any luck are getting great information. And that's what I'm trying to do. But so the self-serving, you have to make sure you're looking at it with a, a clear view. Everything that everybody does is self-serving. Even if you are, you know, working at the soup kitchen, you're donating your time, that's self-serving because what you're doing is you're making yourself feel good. Nothing wrong with it. But again, when I talk about self-serving in a toxic environment, you are looking for people that are willing to step on you. You're looking for people that are doing things solely so that they win and you or other people around lose. That is how we start building the toxic culture. And I don't mean me and you are starting to build it. It's just, this is how you can start to signal out. This is how you can single out. Not, why am I saying signal out? <laughs> Not enough caffeine this morning. Next thing I want you to look for, and to me, this is one of the bigger issues. What's the gossip like? And I'm not telling you to get in on the gossip, but how often are you seeing people gossip? Is there a handful of people that do the gossiping or is everybody talking shit about everybody? This is a huge red flag because gossip brings zero benefit to the workplace. Gossip brings zero benefit in life. Yes, of course. Listen, you like to hear gossip. I like to hear gossip. But it's not helping. It doesn't make you feel good. Yes, you may say, oh, I'm glad, I'm glad that's happening to her. Couldn't happen to a better person. And that you kind of win, but you don't. Nobody wins when there's gossip. One way to stop gossip is when you hear it, ask who, ask for the source. How do they know how, if somebody's talking about another manager, how do you know that what's being said is true? What's the source? Because a lot of time it's just people, people don't really know. Oh, I heard. Did you hear it from the person? Well, no, I heard it from Sally in the corner. Well, that's gossip. So let's get out of here. The next way to kind of see if it's a toxic environment is that you see people taking advantage of other people's misfortunes. One of the ways I've seen it is that, you know, two equal supervisors are working together and one of the supervisors just makes, they make a, a silly mistake and an error in judgment. And the other manager, the, the colleague, the coworker takes full advantage, talks to upper management, throws their, their partner under the bus. Yeah, we can't have that. You know, I can't believe that they would say this. I can't believe they would do that. Anything basically to make you look like you're an idiot, to make you look like you're less than so that they by default look like a better option than you. So Somebody who is trying to step on you when you've made a mistake. And here's a newsflash. We all make mistakes. 
We can avoid making them twice, but we have to learn from our mistakes. So nobody, in my opinion, is ever better than anybody else. It's just the number of mistakes you've made and how quickly you've learned from them. But when you're working with somebody that wants to capitalize on your mistake to make themselves look better, that is a telltale sign of a toxic colleague. And then what, uh, you know, kind of in the same grouping is that these people or this person, they want, they try to trigger. You ever work with somebody and listen, I've been that somebody. I'm not proud of it. I was young and foolish. In order to be old and wise, you need to be young and foolish. But you ever work with somebody that just tries to push your buttons? They just, they try not even to have fun, but they're trying to make you snap. They're trying to make you lose control. They're trying to push you over the edge. That's toxic. And you're going to work with people like a younger Mike who would say, no, I'm just having fun. We're just, we're just, we're just playing around. You know, we're just trying to, you know, entertain ourselves throughout this day. No, it's toxic. It may start off fun and it's possible that you have a group of people that are okay with it. But if you're not okay with it yet, you still have that person who just, they're just trying to get under your skin. They're toxic. Keep them away and don't let them trigger other people. Another sign that somebody that you're working with is toxic is that they're always negative. Myself, I look at myself as somebody who 95% of the time is positive. Listen, we all have bad days. Shit happens to all of us. That's okay. But when everything at any minute is, oh, woe is me. Oh, this always happens. Oh, management can't get anything right. Oh, they're so stupid. Why do I get assigned this? How come that happened to me? How come this doesn't happen to that person? Why do I have to do? That's toxic. And I feel like we're, we have a culture that wants to be a victim. Not you, because you're, you know, you're listening to podcasts like this. I know you've subscribed to the YouTube channel, but People in general want to compare how bad my life is compared to yours. No, no, no. I have it worse. That's toxic. There's no value. Like the winner of comparing how bad life is, is the loser. Does that make sense? Like if you, if you and I are comparing how bad our lives is, the one with the, the one that wins with the worst life they lose because they have the worst life. So this is not a game that you want to start playing. Don't be negative. And then the, the last thing I'll say when you're looking for to, to find if you're working for a, in a toxic environment is that people complain. They complain a lot but they don't come with any solutions. And there's a saying, bring me the solution, not the problem. And I remember, you know, as a young chap, I remember rolling my eyes and saying, that's so cheesy. But think about it. If somebody's constantly bringing problems, no, that won't work. 
No, no, we can't do that. Be- that that's not going to help. What is going to help? What is the solution? How are we going to fix this? That's what we need. That's what brings a team together is not complaining. Yes, finding the problems, but not just sitting back and complaining about it. It's the solution. And when we get solution oriented, we start to build ourselves up. We start to build our teams up, departments, company, things just get better. So if you're at a workplace and you're like, I don't know, I hear this idea of a toxic work environment. I don't know if I have it. I'm telling you this, you got two, three, or all of these from a good number of your team. That's toxic, my friend. If you're the boss of this toxic environment, the the manager, the supervisor, I think you have, you have a big job ahead of you, but it's your responsibility to start digging out of the hole. It's your responsibility to stop gossip. It's your responsibility to know when somebody's taking advantage of somebody else's misfortune. It's your responsibility to keep an eye on somebody that's trying to trigger others and stop it. How do you stop it? I'm not telling you to just say, you know what, you're fired. We need conversations. We need to set expectations. That's a huge part of leadership is setting the expectation and having the expectation that we are not having a toxic work environment, that we are going to work as a team, not a family, but we are a team here. We have a goal that we need to reach and we're going to reach it in the most positive, fun, light ways possible. And we're not going to be bringing each other down and we won't be allowing somebody else to bring somebody down. Just before I sign off, here's a quick story. Story time with Mike. <laughs> Anyways, I remember, and, and maybe you've heard this because I think I've shared it on the YouTube channel, but I'm going to assume you haven't. And if you have, I just assume that you want to hang out with me. Um, I worked at a restaurant and this was five years after it op- the restaurant opened and there was a bunch of the opening team uh, working there. So great place to work, good money great management team. So they were able to keep staff, to keep staff in a restaurant for five years and more is pretty impressive. Anyway, there was a founding member, let's call them, or an opening team member. And right after I got hired, had nothing to do with me, but this person, they just, I think they had had enough of this environment. They're just nothing that they could, there was nothing happy for them there. And management had started to, pick up on that this one bad apple was starting to rot the bunch. They were basically talking shit about management, complaining about how the seating arrangements were done, complaining about their start times, complaining about basically everything and anything or anything and everything. Anyway, they were complaining a lot. So management started to take action and they started this by pointing it out, having a, you know, having the meeting and saying, listen, person. I almost said their name, but I'm not going to. Uh, Listen, person, this, you know, this attitude, what's going on, what's happened, what's changed. You know, they, they genuinely reached out to see what they could do to help. That didn't work. Then they started to say, listen, here's what's going to happen. 
you know, this isn't, we, we can't accept this. We can't have this in the restaurant because other, other team members were starting to take on this toxic idea. They started complaining about things that they never complained about before. Not that they weren't valid, but the, the way the complaints were starting to come out, not okay. And eventually the restaurant, the management team decided they were going to be terminating the employment of this employee. Now that sent everybody into a tailspin. Oh my goodness, how could they do this? He he started from day one. This restaurant wouldn't be where they are without him. Bullshit. There's no single person that I know of. I mean, unless you're the, uh, the owner, but no single person on the team really makes or breaks it. It's a team. Other people will, will be able to step up and fill a gap if a gap's created. Anyway, long story short, the restaurant paid this person out. They moved on. And within a week, two weeks max, the restaurant was back to normal, to being a fun, kind, positive place to work. So that's the power that one toxic person can have. The cliched saying, one bad apple can ruin the bunch, is a saying. It's a cliche because it's true. So don't let that happen on your watch. And if it is, do your best to stomp that out. Wow, we've been talking for quite some time. Anyway, I guess I'm excited to be back and hanging out with you. Okay, that's it for today. I will see you next week.